guaranteed used bicycle or a variety of new and used parts and accessories. The Bike Kitchen is UBC's nonprofit, student-owned, full-service bike shop. We're located in the basement of the Student Union Building. Just look for the stairwell on the north side of the sub across from Gage Towers or search for the UBC Bike Kitchen on Facebook. Stop by the Bike Kitchen and then get riding. Listen, if they're so hot, how come they're not tearing up the charts, babe? Because you never play them, babe. At CITR, our hosts choose the music they play. That means our charts actually reflect the tastes of music lovers, as opposed to focus groups. So if you want to know what's really tearing up the charts, get your hands on a copy of Beatroot or Discorder magazine, or go online to CITR.ca. CITR's charts are based on actual spins motivated by actual preference. No payola, no marketing, just good tunes. Refreshing, no?
Good evening, and welcome to another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's reigning, like a ruler, community radio station CITR. This is the voice of UBC here on 101.9 FM. We broadcast at 590 watts from unceded Musqueam territory, from the new student nest here on campus to the lower mainland of British Columbia here in Canada. And elsewhere you can find us on the web at www.citr.ca. My name is Gak. As you can tell, we got some throat issues here. Perhaps I should be talking lower to fit everything better. But at the very least, I will be presiding over my empire of sounds for the next two hours, so heed the call of duty, and I may find favor with your discipline. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live is 604-822-2487. Do keep it short and sweet and to the point. Since we are mixing everything live, at the same time, too, I gotta rest my voice a bit. A lot of fishermen's friends and other pals that way. But you can email me anytime. I think I'll be healthier that way. RadioFreeGack at gmail.com. So, the background here, this is Simeon Mobile Disco with a track off of last year's album, Whorl. W H O R L. This is Tangent. Something we don't necessarily aspire to or we thrive on, perhaps. And we opened with an act whose album was released in Japan as Waki Nobukura. Which translates into English as Naughty Boys. Over the 1983 album, that was the Yellow Magic Orchestra with Ongaku, which translates as music. And the Yellow Magic Orchestra formed in 1977 by uh, Haruomi Hosono, otherwise known as Harry Hosono, and he was a bassist for acts such as the psych rock band April Fool, at least spelled April with a Y. That was back in 1969. He was also part of the folk rock act Happy End known for their influence that they had through the early 70s. And one song of theirs, 1971's Kaziwo Atsumete, or Gather the Wind, made it onto the soundtrack to Sofia Coppola's 2003 film Lost in Translation. Hosono had asked two colleagues, Yukihiro Takahashi, drummer for the rock band Sadista Mika Band, uh, named apparently after his wife. Uh, they would become known as the Sadistics, and then Ryuchi Sakamoto, keyboardist who had been experimenting with electronic music equipment at the Tokyo National University of Fine Arts and Music, and together they came up with an album called Paraiso in 1977, riffing on a goofy exotica theme, sort of bringing an Asiatic influence to uh, kind of easy listening. At the time, the act were known as Harry Asono and the Yellow Magic Band, and it kind of spoofed the then-current trend of black magic in Japanese culture. And all three had worked with each other to various degrees prior to Power Iso, allowing for their own talents to emerge and eventually just merge. So when Hosono came up with an idea for a disco instrumental act that can attract non-Japanese listeners, the Yellow Magic Band became the Yellow Magic Orchestra. And they released their self-titled debut in 1978, forging a crazy little path that brought in multiple influences, became a big influence of electro early hip-hop ambience and other elements that way and this week we will touch upon the YMO as we take their initials as we uh, look at one of its members Ryushi Sakamoto and we'll profile his half to the score from the 1987 film The Last Emperor Sakamoto had been in the news recently uh, for a little bit of a health scare but there's a positive end at this point in the past few months and I've been wanting to profile his eclecticism for a while. So I'll get more into the Yellow Magic and Sakamoto later on into the show. 
Otherwise, hopefully you caught the blood moon last night as the lunar eclipse unfolded, rose in the eastern skies. And apparently it was a super moon as well, too. Although we seem to have a lot more of those now since we've given it a name. Uh, otherwise, uh, the 34th edition of the Vancouver National Film Festival continues. And uh, we start off with a couple songs from an act who is part of the closing gala as we jump a bit to next week when things close with Biff on October 9th. I Saw the Lights is the story about the country singer Hank Williams, born in Butler County, Alabama. Only lived to 29 years old, but uh, he was a profound influence on country music. It's directed by Mark Abraham and cast is Tom Hilston as the title character, Elizabeth Olsen, Bradley Whitford, and Cherry Jones. As two screenings on Friday, October 9th, 6.30 at the Center for Performing Arts, and 9 o'clock at the Vancouver Playhouse. So let's listen to a double shot of Hank Williams here. We'll go with a 1951 single to start off before we get older. This will be Howlin' at the Moon, something that I'm sure a few of you did last night. You listen to Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Take me for your groom. 
You got me chasing rabbits, picking out rings, and howling at the moon. The Vancouver International Film Festival will once again welcome some of the world's finest films to one of the most beautiful cities on the planet. From September 24th to October 9th, the 34th annual VIFF will present over 300 films from 70 countries to nine Vancouver screens. Visit the Vancouver International Film Festival online at viff.org. Everything changed. Everything changed. I knew this day would come. I went down to the river to watch the fish swim by But I got to the river so lonesome I wanted to die Oh Lord And then I jumped in the river but the doggone river was dry She's long gone and now I'm lonesome blue I had me a woman who couldn't be true She made me for my money and she made me blue A man needs a woman that he can lean on But my leaning post is done, left and gone She's long gone and now I'm lonesome blue I'm gonna find me a river One that's cold as ice And when I find me that river Lord, I'm gonna pay the price, oh Lord I'm going down in it three times But Lord, I'm only coming up twice She's long gone And now I'm lonesome blue She told me on Sunday she was checking me out Along about Monday she was nowhere about And here it is Tuesday ain't had no news I got them gone but not forgotten blues She's long gone and now I'm lonesome blues One recent configuration change to the CITR head world headquarters here. Uh, we have a speaker actually broadcasting out, so there's a lot of quizzical glances there. As there's some yodeling and dogs howling, as it were there. So, 
Double shot of Hank Williams there. Start off with Howling at the Moon from 1951. And then uh, from 1950, we heard Long Gone Lonesome Blues. And it's actually a track that appeared on Wes Anderson's film Moonrise Kingdom. Just to give that flair of the late 50s, early 60s in a quiet New England camp island there. And again, Hank Williams is the subject of a biopic starring Tom Hilston. It's called I Saw the Light. There'll be two screenings Friday, October 9th. Again, 6.30 at the Center of Performing Arts, otherwise known as the Westlife Church. And then at 9 o'clock at the Vancouver Playhouse. Behind me, this is Howard Shore going back 20 years here. Off of the soundtrack to the 1995 film Seven, directed by David Fincher, starring Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt, this is The End of Lust. Now, let's talk about at least one other film here. Kind of ties into country, because, uh, steak. Steak's a place where, you know, it grows on cows, cattle, livestock, whatnot that way. And there's a French documentary making its Canadian premiere about the best beef in the world. It's called The Steak Revolution. The R is in parentheses, so it could be like the steak R evolution. And uh, the director, Frank Ribiere, takes on a highly informed world tour as a meat lover. As he tries to understand why the meat in France that he grew up with seems so different from what he had the good fortune to taste while traveling abroad. So he explores the relation to meat in Argentina, which I will tell you is a fantastic place to have two steaks a day. Along with trips to the United States, Japan, of course, you have to have some Wagyu beef, as well as Italy. And Sweden. He's joined by Yves Marie Le Bordonec, found online as the world's best butcher or meat specialist. And he also met with Mark Statzker, a writer and journalist for the Globe and Mail. And he wrote a book called Steak. So if you're not doing anything next Monday, October 5th at 6 p.m., it is screening at the Cinematheque. Of course, it's now to head over to our own cattle country here, Korblund. He's joined by the band called the Hurton Albertans. And uh, we'll go off last year's album, Counterfeit Blues. And of course, it talks about cattle itself, too. This will be hair in my eyes, like a Highland steer. Exploding head movie, CITR 101.9 FM. En Vancouver. I got so 
rocks on my beat like a tune playing horse A belt round my belt like a Galloway cross Put a barn on a shop on a non-playing red And thing blew over like a cheap green tin Hair in my eyes like a Highland steer Spring in my step like a white-tailed deer Hitch in my hip like a old sheep dog I puff up my chest like a big bullfrog Timmy, do you want to come out and shoot hoops with us at the park? Uh, you know what? I'm actually busy playing on the computer right now. Whatever. You never come out to play with us anymore. Let's go, guys. 30% of young adults are prone to stroke, and this statistic is on the rise. Stroke prevention starts early. Are you sure you don't want to play? My cousin's in town, and he's playing too. Strokes can be prevented by regular exercise, a healthy, balanced diet, and sleeping well. Uh, you know what? I'm coming too. Wait up for me, guys. Follow UBCHSF on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for regular tips on healthy living. Strong heart, strong start. Well, don't you hate it when you mess up with a friend from around the bend, thinking this could be the end. And you won't know what you got until it's gone. And it's been so long That no one's right and no one's wrong And have you ever given up in a fight On a Friday night Saying who turned out the light Well don't you worry cause it happened all the time Somewhere down the line You'll be okay And he'll be fine And then one night He arrives To your surprise Someone let him in And all you can say Can. 
Local boy came home and done good to the point he's reclaiming the music industry he first gave up on. That was Tobias Jesser Jr. off of this year's debut album, Goon. That was Can We Still Be Friends? And Tobias Jesser Jr. will be playing with Openers Wet this Saturday, October 3rd at the Rickshaw Theater. That's at 254 East Hastings Street, just east of Main Street. The always exciting corner of Hastings in Maine. Doors will be at 8, show starts at 9.30 p.m. Tickets start at $20.00. It is a 19 and older show. In the background here, kind of alluding to what's going to happen with the Yellow Magic Orchestra later on, and most of the bits I'm going to be talking over will have this kind of weird vibe. This is CFCF from Montreal, off of uh, his latest album, The Colors of Life, out through the local tape label 1080p. This is part 10, otherwise known as Imagination. One thing I may have mentioned last week, although at this point right now, if relying on my memory, I can bring my old notes with me. Uh, CITR has a spanking new website. So if you go to CITR.ca, you'll see there's a new layout that way. And every show actually has its own web page. And what happens is all the playlists are now searchable, locatable, and all the podcasts are actually integrated into the web page itself, too. So if you look up any of our shows, going back, like think about the jazz show, Folk Oasis, Saturday Edge. Even some of the older shows, you think about Stereoscopic Readout, and I think Rainbow Groove might be on there, but if you think about you know shows that have come back, Soul Ship Enterprise, you can look up all those shows, catch up on past shows, subscribe to it, and uh, one feature I still actually have to incorporate properly is the ability to sort of tell you what upcoming shows will be like. So, CITR.ca, check it out. Now, let's talk about two more VIF selections here, and this comes from the Cinema of Our Time program. And the first is a Slapjaw, directed by uh, Washington State director Zach Weintraub. It's about a hardcore musician who becomes a medical test patient for a relocated multinational at the suggestion of a friend with whom he promptly loses touch with 
as the city of Olympia, Washington becomes divided by the company's work. That screens tonight, so if you head down to Air National Village, it is in Theater 8, and that's at 9 p.m. Otherwise, uh, coming up later this week, The Lobster is directed by Yorgos Lanthimos, and it's making his English-language debut after the attention he gained from his last film, 2013's Dog Tooth. It's a satire about a society that has mandatory coupling. Those peoples who remain single are rounded up into a hotel, and they have 45 days to find someone to love, or else they're turned into an animal of their own choice. Stalls Colin Farrell and Rachel Weiss, and there's a screening Wednesday, September 30th at 9.15 at the Center for Performing Arts. And the same venue will have a screening on Monday, October 5th at 3.15 p.m. Don't want the next song to intrude upon us as I blather on, but Braids is also coming to town. Originally from Calgary, although they don't, they've been basing Montreal as their home. And uh, along with guests Tassio Mancy, they'll be playing the Cobalt at 917 Main Street this Friday, October 2nd. Doors at 9, show starts pretty much at on the dot, 9.30 p.m. Although it is the Cobalt, so I'm sure some other stuff will happen. Tickets start at $12, and it is a 19 and older show. And from their latest album, this year's Deep in the Iris. This will be Braids with Blondie. Thank you. 
What we just heard there appears on this month's cover of Discorder magazine. For those of you new on UBC campus or to the CITR experience, we do have 
a partnered magazine that goes out on print, available in locations throughout the city, often with friends of CITR, which uh, I'll elaborate on a little bit later, but Discorder Magazine incorporated into the new CITR website, fully articles searchable that way. Anyway, so that was Francesca Belcourt off of the 2013 album Hush Hush. That song was Tizzy. And uh, she actually does have a latest album, which is part of the reason why she is in Discord. It's called Songs, but with a Z, so I'm going to say it's Zongs. And uh, that came out through Gennaro Sound, available either as a beautiful orange cassette tape or then a wonderful digital download through Bandcamp. And uh, Francesca Belcourt is also half of the uh, local act Moo. M-U. Totally searchable on the internet that way, but quality stuff that way. And actually, from what I've heard from Zongs, and one day I will actually share with you on this show, uh, it becomes a little bit more sparser and kind of spookier in a way. It's uh, it's a nice sort of element there that's more avant-garde and more... And behind me, this is Temples. Now, there's about like a dozen act with this name, and I think this is a, a UK faction since it's through the ec- Ecstasy label. And off of a 12-inch that is basically numbered numerals, Roman style, 1 through 7, so I through V-I-I, this is track 3, or I-I-I. I'll be back to the Vancouver International Film Festival, which is going on right now, and there are probably films that I want to see, including A Man from Pittsburgh and His Cat who appeared on many VHS tapes. Pudgy Wudgy, I think is the cat's name. Anyways, uh, let's talk about the Altered States program, which is associated with midnight films that could develop their own cult over time. And it's been a strong addition to the VIF international element that way. So the first one is Crumbs, directed by Miguel Lozano. And it is uh, the only Finnish involvement with VIF, as far as I can tell, but it's a co-production with Spanish and Ethiopian teams. And it's a post-apocalyptic, I can almost say it, a post-apocalyptic love story littered with pop culture bric-a-brac. Traces of everything from Wally to Delicatessen. And it's a fairy tale about a diminutive scavenger and his quest across a strange land with references to Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan, Santa Claus, Nazis, bowling alleys, and then dormant spaceships. So, of course, you can catch this at the Rio Theater, which has been Vancouver's home for... The most eclectic films there are. And they'll be screening this Saturday, October 3rd at 9 p.m. Otherwise, um, this film had been tipped to me before. And it definitely has a bit of a hook that way. It's called The Green Room. It's directed by Jeremy Saulnier. And it's a B-movie about a hardcore band. They're playing in the backwoods of Oregon. And they discover a grisly crime in the roadhouse bar they're playing. And they have to fight a band of white supremacists for their survival. And the band of white supremacists are led by Sir Patrick Stewart in a very evil turn. So that will be screening on Friday, October 2nd at 8.45 p.m. at the Rio Theater, as well as next Friday, October 9th, tied to the Thanksgiving weekend coming up here at 4 p.m. at the SFU Woodwards. Now let's hop over to Quebec City here. Men I Trust, fantastic little duo, and they actually have help from another duo of singers. This track features Gabrielle and Marie René singing on top of it off their self-titled album from last year. This is Men I Trust with System. Of course, if you do it French, it's Système. You're listening to Exploding Head Movies, CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver, broadcasting from UBC, unceded Musqueam Territory. 
best to explain it. You've seen me in X-Men. Yeah. Uh, the character I am, Professor Charles Xavier. Mm. If you remember, he can control things with the power of his mind. Can yeah. make people do things and see things. So I thought, what if you can do that for real? I mean, not in a comic book world, but in the real world. All right. So in my film, I play a man who controls the world with his mind. Right. That's interesting. Yeah. For instance, um, I'm walking along and um, I see this beautiful girl and I think I'd like to see her naked and so all her clothes fall off. All her clothes fall off? Mm, yes, and she's scrabbling around to get them back on again, but even before she can get her knickers on, I've seen everything. You know, I've seen it all. You're listening to CITR 101.9 FM Vancouver. We've already seen everything. Okay. It's a comedy, is it? No. No. 
From September 10th to October 2nd, the Mobile Art Tin Can Studio will travel to four sites and set up mixed-media collage workshops. Participants will have the opportunity to explore election issues while engaging in a creative, tactile activity. The workshops are free, all supplies are provided, and no technical skills are necessary to participate. Go to creativepublics.ca for more details.
from Calgary. That was Tiger Wing. It's the alias of Sarah Kelly. Off of this year's album, Make the Rabbits Run, that was Baby. Will you spell that out as initials B-A-B-Y? And as we peruse the wonderful Facebook at this point right now, uh, at this point right now, looks like she is going to be playing at CMJ. So New York is get ready next month as uh, the College Music Journal Festival kicks in. Always a good time that way. In the background, I believe Morgan Greenwood hailed from Calgary, although there's been some blur between Vancouver and Calgary ever since. But back in 2011, he released an album called Winter. And appropriate for the fall, the song is called Leaves Colors. Now, back to Viff again, and let's talk about two of the documentaries regarding music that are playing at the Vancouver International Film Festival. And the first one's called Landfill Harmonic, as directed by Brad Allgood and Graham Townsley. And it's based on a story from Catera, Paraguay. Apparently not only home to Latin America's largest landfill, but uh, also a garbage picker who provides uh, a visionary rule as he realizes he can make instruments out of the stray detritus left there. So he bands with a local music teacher. They turn oil drums into violins, water pipes into flutes, and packing crates into guitars. Then they find a group of impoverished local kids and they're transformed into what's called the Recycled Orchestra of Katira. And they have toured. And I think at some point there was a band similar to that that had passed through Abbotsford earlier this year. At the very least, uh, the Recycled Orchestra of Katira apparently opened up for Megadeth somewhere. Anyways, uh, Landfill Harmonic screens this Friday, October 2nd at 1.30pm at SFU Woodwards. And then this Sunday, October 4th at the Vancouver Playhouse at 6.15pm. And then uh, we head over to Iran for No Land Song, as directed by Ayat Najafi. And before the Islamic Revolution banned solo performances by women, Iran boasted popular female vocalists like Delkash and Gagush. And uh, Sarah Najafi, I believe some relation to the director, uh, she aspires us to stage a concert in Tehran, so her brother, the director, helms this documentary that details the bureaucratic obstacles and theological arguments that stand between her and such a simple goal while a whole bunch of women's glorious music provide the soundtrack that way. So No Lands Song screens this Thursday. Actually, hang on. Today is the 28th, so actually Tuesday. Tomorrow, September 29th at 10.30 a.m. at the International Village. It's at Theater 8. And it also screens this Saturday, October 3rd at 9 p.m. at the Vancouver Playhouse. And an additional date next Monday. October 5th at 4 p.m., same place, at the Playhouse. We'll stay local for this next act, and I wish I could tell you more about him. His name is Futonius Don Third, And it looks like he has some uh, help from a local producer named Soul Boy with an I at the end. And uh, this appeared on SoundCloud recently, over the summer. And a nice little spooky keynote hit here. It actually should be something, I think, that I could save for next month. When Exploding Head Movies decides to focus on all spooky and horror songs that way. But this turns into a nice little song this way. So this will be the Petonius Dawn 3 with Junior. Here, I'm Gak. This is CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. This is Exploding Head Movies. And I have a sore throat. <laughs> Can we 
Dave Radio, Fridays at noon on CITR. Wow, wow, Dave, you're so sway. Shave. I'm Peter Mansbridge, and you're listening to CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
off of the freshly released The Beyond slash Where the Giants Roam. That was Thundercat. With a track that takes part of its name from the title. It's called Where the Giants Roam, otherwise known as The Field of Nephilim. And Thundercat is a supreme bassist, one of the most probably vital guys right there going on right now. Just sort of kind of imagine those fretless days where it was kind of jazz fusion late 70s, early 80s. But he's also tied to the Brain Freer label, so he's with Flying Lotus. And actually, something I still have to got, get. Got. Where you get? One thing I have to still download is that the latest Adult Swim free summer single came out. And it's a collaboration with Thundercat and Flying Lotus. I'm trying to remember the other name right now, but it has a guest appearance by George Clinton of Parliament of Funkadelic. So perhaps I'll get that in line up for you soon. Anyways, Thundercat is coming to town with some special guests. He's playing this Sunday, October 4th at the Alexander Gastown. That's at 91 Powell Street. Doors are open at 8. Show starts at 9. Tickets start at $15. It is a 19 and older show. Now, I'll talk what's behind me shortly here, but since this is the top of the hour, let me remind you that you are listening to Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 11.9 FM. This is the voice of UBC here broadcasting from their new home, in the student nest and I think we actually are broadcasting from the bottom to the student nest so there's a performance art aspect to what I'm doing now apparently mostly talking and then staring at people who stare back got one <laughs> anyways uh, we will be getting into some Yellow Magic Orchestra and Ryushi Sakamoto shortly but uh, I've been talking a lot about Viff we'll save up one film that's coming up since it ties in nicely to what's in the background here and what I'm about to play but one of the features that we do have here is talking about some of the soundtracks that are coming out this week and for new films Hans Zimmer and Johnny Marr from The Smiths uh, they do the soundtrack to Freeheld and Zimmer actually has a bit of a connection to what we're about to listen to later on otherwise Thomas Newman part of the illustrious composing family of the Newmans uh, did the work for the film he named me Malala referring to uh, the Pakistani girl who spoke up for women's education. Alan Silvestri did the score for The Walk, which is coming out. If you've been on Netflix, you've been probably watching Narcos as of late, and Pedro Bronfman's score to at least the first season is out. Marco Beltrami, someone I'll profile, I think, next week, along with Buck Sanders, did the music for No Escape. And then James Newton Howard for Pawn Sacrifice, a movie about chess. Now, as re-releases go, well, this one's a doozy right here. Danny Elfman and Joseph Laduca's score for Army of Darkness comes out on vinyl, limited edition, a thousand copies through the Mondo label. Uh, Danny Elfman also has a Forbidden Zone coming out, too. Fabio Frizi, all the way from Italy. Uh, there's a limited edition of his score to The Beyond coming out through Death Waltz Recordings. They have a collaboration now with Mondo. And Death Waltz also releases 500 copies of the soundtrack to the Black Belly of the Tarantula. In Italian, it's La Tarantola del Ventre Nero, as done by Ennio Morricone. Otherwise, there is another edition of Clint Mansell's score to Black Swan out as well. Now, behind you, this is Walton, and this all appears off his self-titled EP from 2011 through the Hyperdub label. This is called 808 Vibesin, or Vibsin. Pronunciation uncertain. Anyways, Discorder Magazine, one half of the mighty CITR organism, is presenting the documentary about the 808, simply called the 808. 
It debuted at South by Southwest this year as part of the film festival there. And it's about the synth, the artificial drum machine that didn't really fully simulate drums as well as everyone expected, but as you can hear with the little tings, it is a standard part of electro hip hop and music. Oh man, I was spoiled what was going to come. Anyways, uh, 808, the documentary features Damon Albarn from Blur and Gorillas, Farrell Williams, Africa Bambata, Diplo, Fatboy Slim, Chris France, Rick Rubin, and Bernard Sumner of New Order. And uh, 808 screens at the Rio Theater this Saturday, October 3rd at 6.30 p.m., as well as Theater Number 9. Number 9 at the International Village, Wednesday, October 7th at 1.15 p.m. So, if we're talking 808, sometimes a little heartbreak has to come into it. And Kanye West recently had two nights at the Hollywood Bowl where he played 808 and Heartbreak from its entirety from 2008. So, it's only appropriate that we play a little Kanye as the Yeezus comes in. So off of 808's in Heartbreak, this is Paranoid here on Exploding Hit Movie CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. Stick around, the 808 comes going back to the 70s. Just you listen. Baby, don't worry about it. 
Whoever said money can't buy you friends obviously wasn't a member at CITR. When you become a member, you get the Friends of CITR card with incredible discounts in the Main Street area at Antisocial Skateboard Shop, Devil May Wear, Lucky's Comics, Neptune Records, RX Comics, Red Cat Records, the Regional Assembly of Texts, the Wallflower Modern Diner, and Woo Vintage Clothing. To find out more, visit us in room 233 of the sub on the UBC campus or go online to CITR.ca. Please listen carefully. Project Space is hosting Canada's only international art book fair in Vancouver, and it's free and open to the public. This festival of artists publishing features books, magazines, zines, and printed ephemera, as well as digital, performative, and other experimental forms of publication. The Art Book Festival takes place on October 17th and 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. at the Vancouver Art Gallery.
the background. This is Alexander Harvey off his latest album, which came out this year, called Visitations. This is the Harmonic Choir. And we went back to 1981 there, off of their album BGM, which they meant to mean background music. We heard the Yellow Magic Orchestra with A Thousand Knives. Originally, A Thousand Knives was written by one of the members. It'll be the profile that we're, we'll eventually hear, though. It won't be his electronic Ryushi Sakamoto for The Last Emperor. And it was sort of like a cross-pollination effect that way, since the three members of Yellow Magic Orchestra, along with Sakamoto, was Yukihiro Takahashi and Haruonomi Hosono. Before they actually became the Yellow Magic Orchestra, Princess Sakamoto would do some production for uh, Hosono. Takahashi would help out Sakamoto with some work, and Hosono would uh, wrangle everyone up together, and they'd work that way. But the main thing is that uh, they were looking at some of the music that was coming out of Germany in the 70s, but instead of taking it from a dystopic standpoint, since you think about uh, the cosmic music aspiring for a better life, sort of the Cold War that way, the you know, Magic Orchestra decided to be sort of utopian more than anything else very much ahead of their time. So they took a very Japanese element to the music, but also made it very poppy. And they anticipated the electro-pop sound, even like the new romantic movement, but the pro-technological viewpoint. They incorporated video game sounds into samples, some bleeps, and they experimented heavily with computers and samplers. And as we just heard in Thousand Knives there, there was an 808 banging there, back when they thought the 808 would actually become an instrument that, at the time, everyone would use to replace the drummer. And so they actually came out with some decent drum machines. The reason why house music and a lot of other sounds relied on the 808 is, well, the prices of those units dropped. So a lot of people picked up those synths secondhand and started coming out tunes that way. So, A Thousand Knives, as I mentioned, was originally written by Ryushi Sakamoto, and it was the title track to his 1978 album, referring to someone on a mescaline trip. It felt like their skin was being pierced by a thousand knives. Well, listen to Riachi Sokomoto solo. And this album actually predated the release of the Old Magic Orchestra's self-titled debut in 1978. We're going to start off with Plastic Bamboo, but then we'll go to 1996 for some early, well, not early, at least some uh, unreleased soundtrack music that did not appear on any albums. But the track we'll hear appeared a pretty big one that came out nine years ago. But again, this is Ryushi Sakamoto, Plastic Bamboo, here on Exploding Him Movie CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> 
you tired of listening to the same music day in and day out and want to try something a little different? Well then, how about listening to Asian music? Now, I don't mean it like... Open Gangnam Style! Nor like... She bangs! She bangs! Oh baby, but she moves! She moves! I'm talking about a little more like... <laughs> And a little more like And also a little more like And definitely something like So tune in to Asian Wave 101, playing you the best of Chinese and Korean pop, Wednesdays from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m., only on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you.
We went from sort of new wave Ryushi Sakamoto to classical. Well, Sakamoto, of course, as a keyboardist, can translate easily between the synth and the piano. That originally appeared on the 1996 album, simply called 1996. And in Japanese, the title means Beautiful Blue Sky. That was Ryushi Sakamoto with Bibo no Azora. And the 1996 album is a compilation featuring many other film score tracks, some orphaned, some never released, some sort of best of. So some of the music from the films like Smoochie, The Sheltering Sky, High Heels, Emily Bronte's Wuthering Heights, Little Buddha, and going video game style, I see something from Neo Geo to name just but a few. Bibo no Azazora also was used in the 2006 film Babel, which won an Oscar for best film score for the main composer. The Argentine Gustavo Santo Loja. In the background, this is uh, Sakamoto collaborating with the Swiss artist Finege of the 2011 album Flumina. All the tracks have numbers. This is track 0419. We'll focus a bit more on the classical version of Sakamoto here by uh, doing one half of the soundtrack to the 1987 autobiographical, just a biopic called The Last Emperor, directed by Bernardo Bertolucci. And this was one of the first Western productions done in China, specifically The Forbidden City, in about 40 years, mostly because it tells about the life of the actual last emperor of China, 
Puyi came to the throne at the tender age of two or three. Now, the second half of the score was provided by David Byrne from Talking Heads, and there's some more music done by Kong Su as well, too. But uh, the first half of the film, which basically focuses on the young Puyi's life, relies on Sakamoto's very elegaic music. And it's one of the soundtracks I actually do have on my little vinyl collection. Most days, you know, everything started off for me with CD. A lot of times now rely on iTunes, particularly when I do profile newer soundtracks. But occasionally, it's well worth digging into the used sections of the music stores. And The Last Emperor jumped out at me that way, just based on the connections that way. So we're going to focus... Uh, We'll hear some of the main themes from Last Emperor a little later on here. And, of course, we'll see how everything pops up here on the wax. So we'll start off with Sakamoto, with Where is Arno? And I'll talk a little bit more about the Last Emperor's influence, since anything that's referred to by The Simpsons definitely is worth of note. But it had a solid Oscar year. And I'll talk about some of the other soundtracks that uh, Ryushi Sakamoto did. But from The Last Emperor, this will be Sakamoto, starting off with Where is Arno, here on Exploding Head Movies, CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
So from his half of the score to the last temper, we heard Ryushi Sakamoto there with, with her where is Arno. Then we heard Picking Up Brides. Then we heard the first variation of the theme from The Last Emperor. Rain, I Want a Divorce. The Baby Was Born Dead. And then Variation 2 of The Last Emperor. Rishu Sakamoto actually also acted in The Last Emperor, joining such luminaries as Joan Chen, Peter O'Toole, Victor Wong. Trying to see if any other names there jump out at me, but at this point, oh, there's Henry O oh as well, too. And uh, Sakamoto played uh, Masahiko Makasu. That's something that he actually pops up occasionally in some of the films that he scores. For instance, what's in the background here? From uh, the 1983 film Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence. This is the piano and strings version of the theme. And Sakamoto had a performance, notably, as the conflicted Captain Yanoi. Now, the 60th Academy Awards in February 1988... The Last Emperor basically almost did a clean sweep of all the major awards since it took home nine Oscars. Something that's only happened a handful of times that way. It won Best Picture, Best Director, Best Art Direction, Best Cinematography, Best Costume Design, Best Film Editing, Best Sound, Best Adapted Screenplay, and the Best Original Score, which Sakamoto shared with his fellow composers, David Byrne, and Kong Su, back at a time where they actually allowed for a little bit more variation that way. Of course, it would have been nice if I shared one of the David Byrne tracks, but I think I might save that when I do a Talking Heads profile at some point. And Sakamoto had worked on many different film soundtracks. We heard some of what I excerpted uh, when I talked about the Phillips compilation 1996. Most recent one was 2011's Harakiri, Death of a Samurai. So did work for Silk. The video game version of Seven Samurai started in the year 20XX. Derrida, Japanese story. Snake Eyes, which originally was a profile until I realized, oh yeah, I have the soundtrack. And the things like Wild Palms. On July 10th last year, Sakamoto released a statement indicating he'd been diagnosed with uh, orphanageal cancer in late June. So he announced a break from his work as he sought treatment and recovery. And on August 3rd this year, Sakamoto posted on his website that he's in great ship and thinking about returning to work. So he'll be doing music for the upcoming Yoji Yamada's Haha to Kuroseba, Living with My Mother. Otherwise, Yellow Magic Orchestra, well, their heyday was from 1978 to 1984. They reunited a few times, but starting around 2002, they've been still quite active. And in 2012, they hosted a festival called the No Nukes Festival course in the wake of Fukushima and they had Kraftwerk join them and they updated their song to reflect modern nuclear history. Anyways that's going to be it for Exploding Head Movies this week coming about 9 o'clock it is the Jazz Show with Gavin Walker and he will take you to midnight so stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Monday evening. If you missed any of this week's episode you can grab the podcast via www.citr.ca and the new website well you could actually listen to it directly from there if you don't subscribe to it through iTunes so Check out CITR.ca. If you're on the website now, you can just click on Exploding Head Movies. Should be in the top banner. We'll figure out things that way. Exploding Head Movies is also on Facebook, Tumblr, kind of on Google+. I'm most active on Twitter. You can follow me at 100air. But you can email anytime. RadioFreeGack at gmail.com. So next week kicks off our month-long look at horror films in honor of Halloween. 
uh, though I have some wacky travel to sort through, so I might pre-record. But uh, in honor of the late Wes Craven, we'll look at Nightmare on Elm Street and Scream. Otherwise, we'll stick with our Japanese theme and close with the fantastic plastic machine. And this track features some singing by Nomiya Maki from Plate Zikaro 5. So from the 1997 album, The Fantastic Plastic Machine, this will be dear Mr. Salesman. Take care of yourselves, Vancouver. And watch out. Colds are sneaking through. Customers? up your tabs at the bunny club. Listening to CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. Stay tuned now for The Jazz Show with Gavin Walker coming right up right now. (laughs) 